Hey y'all, welcome back to Cutting Grass. I'm Joe Singer and I'm an alcoholic. Sitting here Saturday morning contemplating on what to do tomorrow. Tomorrow's Easter. So as I do that, sitting here having my coffee um, and sitting in my, my old fat man clothes, you know them them shorts that make you the most unattractive person in the world and that old shirt that your wife's tried to throw away three times and you've dug it out of the trash. Yeah, she ain't here. I'm in charge of myself. And I made some coffee. Now as I was making coffee, I did something that none of us should do. I started thinking So I broke out my percolator. I don't know if any of you have ever had percolator coffee. But it makes some pretty good coffee. And it can make some coffees stronger than a garlic milkshake. So I had this coffee when I was in New Orleans once upon a time. And it's one of the few times that I was drinking and can remember something. But I don't know how you pronounce this stuff. Cafe du Monde. I don't know. It's coffee, coffee and chicory. So I had it in New Orleans and it's pretty damn good. And the reason I had it and I thought it's pretty damn good is probably because I was hungover and needing it. So, you know, if you follow the directions in your, your percolator, um, it tells you to put like, I don't know. I would call it 16 teaspoons or eight tablespoons in said percolator basket. And of course, like I told you, I was thinking, well, I think I figured out why they tell you to put eight or 16 scoops in this damn thing. It's because they want to sell you more of this high dollar coffee. Well, sure enough, I put just enough of this coffee in there to cover the bottom. And guess what? It done the same damn thing. So now, two scoops to cover the bottom suddenly equals 16 scoops. Makes the same damn coffee. So it... That's what, that's what started me down this path. We'll call it the rabbit hole. Am I making coffee? Or am I simply cleaning the coffee grounds? Now let that sink in. To simply make coffee... All we're doing is pouring water over coffee grounds and cleaning the residue off of it. That's how we make coffee. But to get to that point, you got to plant the seed, grow the plant, harvest the bean, dry the bean, grind the bean, transport the bean, then clean the coffee ground. 
then after that, you drinking that coffee black? And if you are, you adding water to it. Me, I got to have a little coffee in my sugar, a little coffee in my cream. So I guess you don't know if you're truly making coffee until you, as Justin Wilson called it, take a swiller. It's halfway between a sip, a swig, and a swallow, and he called it a swiller. You take your little swiller of it, and you smile. Or do you take a swiller of it and go, ah, needs more sugar, needs more cream, needs more water. So it's not until you get you a pull off your coffee and smile with satisfaction, that's when you know you've made coffee. Until then, you've just made a mess. It's kind of like our recovery. Are you happy with what you're doing? Are you glad you're in it? Are you truly in recovery? Or are you just present in an AA meeting? Are you making coffee or cleaning coffee grounds? See, that's where my brain goes, y'all. It goes deep, deep over some bullshit. But I can associate making coffee with my recovery. Because, by God, I'm making coffee, y'all. Or I wouldn't be here. I'm smiling by taking me a swiller. I'm smiling. I'm in recovery. And I make coffee. So, I was talking on the phone last night with a buddy of mine and you know how we get, I'm a cut up, I've picked, prodded, made fun of you and me at the same time. Now I'm not doing any of this by any means to belittle you, to put me on a pedestal. I'm just trying to have fun. I'm not trying to knock you off your wagon. And the conversation came to the, some things that people share in the rooms just do not pertain to recovery. And I agreed and laughed and as I was 10th stepping last night, I decided to play devil's advocate. What if Some dude talking about eating crayons when he was seven is the only thing keeping him sober. I don't know about you, but I think I'm probably going to buy him a 64-pack with a built-in sharpener. You know, one time I was on a Zoom call in a meeting, and this guy was sharing... 
not Sharon, sharing, um, about how he hooked up his stereo to his surround sound to his house speakers. To you know, I I don't know. I just remember the phone being picked up, and we went on a freaking field trip behind this dude's stereo and TV. I didn't give two shits about his stereo and his TV or about how many decibels and milliamps and monster cable he was putting back there. But I did give a shit that he was still sober and this was keeping him sober. And I didn't realize it at the time. All I realized was, I don't really care about the back of your TV, dude. What you're telling me has absolutely nothing to do with recovery. But it did. It had everything to do with his recovery. And until I 10th stepped last night before bed, it just, it floored me when it hit me. Who are we or why would we not encourage this guy to eat crayons if that's what it's going to take him to eat to stay sober? But we're just human, you know, it's what we do. You know, just like if I'm in a restaurant and this dude comes in in his flip-flops and his gross-ass hairy toenails and feet are showing through some flip-flops. I don't like that. But who am I? Maybe those flip-flops is the only thing that got him to get up out of his stupor and go out and eat. He ain't been out in six months, six years. But we catch ourselves being judgmental and not because we're bad people. It's because we're simply human. And it was entertaining. And it is. I will laugh at your ass so fast it'll make your head spin. You're probably spitting coffee right now and I'm laughing at you because you are. I will make fun of you, me, and anybody that'll listen to it. But I hope the dude shares more about recovery. But I hope more that he comes back and continues to share. I tell you, my mind works too deep sometimes. And I'm going to run this by you. And I've looked all over the internet and back. And I want y'all to do the same thing. But I honestly think I come up with this saying, y'all. Because I've never found it. I don't know where I come up. I don't know where I got it from. Other than my own sick-ass brain. But I've looked high and low. Never seen anybody make this statement. 
But you hear people say he was lost. I was lost. Until I got into recovery, I was lost. No, sir. This is the way I look at it. You weren't lost. You were simply turned around. Because one is only truly lost if he dies there. Find somebody else who said that. One is only truly lost if he dies there. I may have invented something. May not have. But I made you open your eyes. And I made you listen. For 12 minutes and 54 seconds so far. I'm glad y'all here. I love you all. Happy Saturday. Happy Easter. And most importantly, stay sober the rest of the day and do it for you. I love you. I'm glad you're here. Peace out.